to the drum sounds. Hey y'all, it's your bodacious Coach K. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Plus Size Love. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share my channel. And to stay connected, tap the bell to be notified every time I upload new content that y'all can't get enough of. Now, let's get it. what's up y'all hey 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 it's your bodacious coach k and you have tuned into another podcast plus size love i just want to say thank you for tuning in on this amazing day listen your girl got a lot to say tonight okay um, if you missed the first one, please go back and listen to the first episode. The first episode uh, was talking about allowing me to reintroduce myself. It's taking the labels off and really focusing on you. So, before we even jump into it, I want to first start off by saying that on March 8th was our second year anniversary with plus size love inc so can we just turn up for a second hey 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 whoop 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 ow ow about you know your girl crazy like that but i told y'all y'all gonna get it real raw okay over here on this podcast but without further ado um we're gonna jump straight into it so today's topic is I choose me. What do I mean by I choose me? Well, like I said last week, we talked about taking the labels off. And now we're talking about choosing us in every situation, in every aspect of our life. So remember, I told y'all it's going to get deep. So go ahead and buckle up your seatbelts and let's get ready to take off and drive down this road because your girl is about to get real, real personal with you all. I'm going to share a story, just a couple of stories from my past. And, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's someone out here who can relate to this story or to these stories in general. But as if you don't know, um, and some may know that I am a domestic violence survivor of two domestic devi- domestic violence uh, relationships, um, and not just physical, but also from a mental state too. And so, you know, that alone is enough for me to say I survived. And I am in an awesome place and I am truly blessed. And, you know, God kept me through it all. And I thank him. I thank him oh so, 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 so much. 
But just going back, just a little background history of my story. Well, let me see where I can start. Um, I'll start from when I was 17 years old. 17 years old, I was a junior in high school, transitioning to becoming a senior. And I got into this relationship with this older guy. And me getting into the relationship, I was young. I didn't really understand um, anything really about love. I wasn't really given the um, best examples of love. So what I knew was love, you know, was from what he showed me. And some of the things that he showed me, you know, now looking back on it, I know that that wasn't love. That was more so of a controlling and manipulating and, ooh, your girl can keep going on and on. But anywho, so yes, yeah, so I was in this relationship and in the relationship, um, it was his way or no way. And... Everything I did, I had to make sure it was approved through him. You know, the things that I would wear, you know, when I went places had to be approved through him. Um, The way I carried myself, the way I, I remember one time we went to a fight party and he got upset that I wore a sundress to a fight party. I mean, it's a casual dress, you know, I'm just kicking it or whatever, but he got upset. I mean, it really went off. I mean, off, and it got a little violent, but I was just like, well, maybe I just made him upset. Maybe I, I shouldn't dress like this or whatever the case is, and so, you know, I realized, you know, the way he wanted me to dress was a little, um, skankish. I told y'all I'm giving it to y'all real, but yeah, it was a little skankish, and that's only because that was what he was used to um, with the previous woman that he had, he had dated. Remember, I said I was young, so young and dumb and not really understanding. Um, and I'm just trusting that him as an older person, you know, he knows the right thing. and He knows what I should look like and this, that, and the third. And, you know, he would tell me all the time. Oh, you're so beautiful. You should wear this. And, you know, your body is so nice. You should wear this and that. And, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I believed it. And let me tell y'all something. It got all the way to the point where we would have relations. And in that process, I didn't know until later on that sometimes it was recorded. And it got exposed i don't know how but thank god it's all gone now um don't have to really worry about that praise god for that but you know um immediately after that it came down to this all happened between junior my junior and senior year and it came down to senior year and it came down to the summertime and it was crunch time and it was time for me to choose if I was going to go off to school or if I was going to be with him for the rest of my life and your girl ran I mean I ran I, I left because I was like this is not the lifestyle I want to live and I don't I don't I don't find love in you anymore and I went off to school, and when I went off to school, 
The crazy thing is a friend of mine called me and was like, hey, did you know such and such had a little girl on the way? And I was like, nah, not at all. And come to find out, y'all, this dude was married and had a baby on the way with his wife. Like, y'all, I didn't see this. You know, and maybe I saw it a couple of times with some of the things. Like, I saw a purse here and there. Or I saw, you know, some female sneakers or whatever like that. But he told me it was his sister's. And like I said, being young and dumb and at this time 18, you know, I just assumed that he was telling the truth because I was so blinded by love. And so, you know, I went off and I and when I was in school and I got that news, I just knew I made the right choice by leaving. And so once I left, I found myself running into the arms of someone else. And at that time, I thought he was Superman. But in truth be told, he was the Joker. I know that may not even be the same. <laughs> I know that may not even be this from the same superhero villain type thing or whatever. But it was like a wolf in sheep clothes. I mean, uh, um, yeah, a wolf in sheep clothing. You know, you, you seem like a saint, but truly you wasn't. And um, even in that relationship, I allowed certain things to happen. I allowed um, him to talk to other people. I allowed him to, because he, I felt like he had saved me from the situation um, that we had talked, I talked about earlier. I had felt like he had saved me from this situation and, you know, he seemed like a good person. And so eventually it got to the point where um, it started to get a little violent. If I didn't do what he wanted me to do, he threatened, you know, threatened me. And I remember one time I was going to a dance audition. And for those who know me know that I love to dance. And I was going to this dance audition where I would receive a scholarship for school you know dancing on this dance team and when I got to the audition when I was walking to the audition I was actually walking away from an argument that him and I had just had and then the process of me walking away from that um he walked with me and so he grabbed me by the hand and was like and if you walk away from me again I'm gonna break your hand and I just remember being scared I remember being like, you know, oh man, I've never really been into nothing serious like this before, you know. And so once we got to the elevator, I was getting ready to get on and he pushed me into the brick wall. Now, at that time when he did that, somebody was so happy to be getting off the elevator to see it and was and reported it. And I was like, oh my gosh. I just want to go to my audition. And so I got on the elevator and I went up to the audition. And then the next thing you know, the police, the campus police were involved. And um, with them being involved, they asked me did I want to press charges. And my answer was no. And then what did your girl do again? I decided to get up from that school that I was at and transfer to another school. Well, what did I do? 
foolish old me decided, well, I'm going to tell him where I'm going. And what happened? He so happened to follow me here. And so the same things kept happening. And eventually it got to a place where I just kind of felt alone. Um, I felt like I didn't want to be around people. I had some friends who told me the best advice I can I can give you right now is no advice. I had some friends leave me or stop talking to me because they were like, you don't want to get out of this situation. And I keep telling you should. And so I'm just not going to help you. I'm just going to just walk away. I've had, you know, all of this thing, all of these things happening to me at one time. And I was like, God, what is going on? And so I remember one day uh, my mom had invited me to come to church. And when I got to, to her church, um, the sermon was great. The praise and worship was great. And that's not what stuck out to me. What stuck out to me was I got home and early that next morning after leaving her church um, was the first time I ever heard God speak to me in an audible tone. I had a relationship with God. I knew exactly who he was. Um, but my walk with him wasn't as strong as it is now. And so he had told me, God told me, he was like, it's time you move forward. And I was oh so confused because I was like, what is this? Is this myself talking to me? What is it? I don't understand. And so I went upstairs and I remember asking my mom, well, mom, what do, what do you, how do you know if it's God talking to you? You know, and I asked, I was like, mom, because, you know, I keep hearing something tell me it's time for me to move forward. It's time for me to move forward. And she was just like, well, I want you to pray about it and ask God to give you an answer. And so as I was sleeping, I got my prayers answered through dreams. And so I was like, okay, all right. And so I went and once again, foolish me, I went and I told um, my situationship <laughs> at the time you know what God has said and they were just like well reach out to my dad who's a pastor and have him you know to un uh, help you break down what it's saying or whatever the case is and stuff like that and so I did that and they weren't giving me the answer I needed and I was like so no this is not what I wanted to hear and so I went back to school, and when I went back to school, um, I ran across an old friend who went to high school with me, and we um, got into some little trouble, and my mom had to come rescue me out of this trouble, and, you know, I just kind of felt like it was God's way of saying, I told you what to do, and you did not listen. And I just remember, you know, being in my dorm room after all of that happening. I went back to school after all of that happening. You know, 
even he, you know, bashed me about it and like really like drug my name through the dirt, talked to me as if I was like scum on the bottom of his shoes or something, the way he had talked to me after that situation. And I just found myself in my dorm room not wanting to do anything. And that's kind of when I got to a breaking point. But I remember in that moment um, when I was in trouble and I was in, you know, in that place by myself, I had said to God, I was like, God, if you get me out of this situation, that from this day forward, um, I will serve you to the day I die. I will do whatever it takes um, to serve you. I will use each and every one of my gifts that you have given me. And... You know, I got back to my dorm room and I didn't start doing what I had said I was going to do. And the next thing you know, I went and I came back home again and I went to church and I remember joining the church in January. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to choose me in this situation. I'm going to not think about the people around me. I'm not going to think about what everybody has to say when I make the decision that I make. And so when I did that, I went back to school, packed up all of my things. I mean, y'all, I packed up all of my things in the middle of a semester, not even the end, in the middle of the semester. My counselor was like, are you sure this is something, something you want to do? And I was like, absolutely. I mean, your girl packed up everything in the middle of the semester. I paid one of the girls in my dorm some money because she had a car. I paid her. I put um, I put gas in her car to go and for when she comes back. And I grabbed all my stuff and I left. I didn't say nothing to nobody besides the person who I stayed in the, my dorm room with and the girl who took me. And I chose me in that situation because I was like it it has to be another side to this it has to be a better life than what I'm living right now and so once I began to choose me in that situation it did get tough don't get me wrong because there was a moment in my life where I was isolated where but in that isolation I was able to learn new things about myself I mean, I was able to learn my dislikes and my and my likes. I was able to learn my worth and my value that the next person that ever came into my life, that they would not um, devalue me, but they would compliment me because I was already all that. And then some is how I felt in my mind. And so once I began to choose me and choose God, most importantly, once I began to do that, my life became a lot easier. Um, things just started happening for me like it was just crazy. Um, even my husband now, um, when we were dating, <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But even when we were dating, it was like I knew what I would tolerate and I knew what I didn't want to tolerate. And even then, he too helped me um find me, you know, because he saw things in me that I didn't see in myself quite yet. 
But, you know, I thank him and I thank God um, for staying by my side, even through the process of me learning me. And so I'm your girl is saying all of this to say that it is important that we choose us in every aspect of our life. Choose you when it comes to that relationship that you know you feel in your heart that it may not be for you. Choose you when it comes to, you know, life, when it comes to your job. Y'all, like, let me be transparent with you guys. I have been teaching for over five years, and your girl said on this week, Monday was actually my last day, Monday, March 7th, 2022, at 3 p.m. was my last day of teaching because I decided to choose me. Because every day I would come home stressed. Every day I would come home worried. And I just could not take it anymore. And the fact that my husband and I are trying to start a family, I had to choose me and I had to choose my family in that situation because I don't want to put any stress, more stress on me than the stress that I have to deal with already when it comes to other personal things. And so we just have to learn how to choose us in a situation. And when we choose us, we have to be okay with the decision of choosing us. It's not being selfish. It's not being uh, self-centered. Is you have to choose you sometimes. Sometimes what's best for you is what you feel in your heart is best for you. And so we have to understand it. Um, my favorite show on Netflix, I don't know if you guys watch it, but my favorite show on Netflix is Love is Blind. Oh my gosh. And this season of Love is Blind is crazy. If you have not watched the show, I don't want to go into full details about what happened. I would just encourage you guys to watch the show Love is Blind on Netflix. But there was this one person in particular that I remember and I was like, man, I have to talk about it. But um, at the end of the um, season, they all, all the couples who were engaged have to do a wedding ceremony. And at the wedding ceremony, they decide if love is blind or if it isn't. And so one of the girls um, from the show said to the guy who she was going to marry, she said, I choose me because if you can't see how beautiful I am and if you don't see my worth, then there is no need for me to spend the rest of my life with you when someone else out there will see me for who I am and love me just the way I am. And I was like, man, she said a mouthful right there. So, yes, I encourage you all to please choose you. Choose you. And know that you are worthy. You are worthy. Um, you are worthy. You are destined for greatness. And when you understand that after choosing yourself, that you can accomplish the unaccomplishable, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to keep saying it. 
like once you choose you, you realize that you'll realize that things aren't imp aren't impossible for you, you know, because you'll begin to learn how strong you are. You know, I was able to learn in the process of choosing me, you know, how brave I was. I was able to learn in the process of choosing me that I'm a go-getter, not a go-getter, but a go-getter. And when I have a goal, I'll do whatever it takes, however long it takes to set that, I mean, to, uh, to start that goal and finish that goal. That is something about me that I know is a strong characteristic that I have. So understanding that you are worthy. So you know how I do. I like to end every episode with a scripture. And so the scripture for today, it actually came to me right before I started recording. And the scripture for today is Luke 8, 16 through 18, which simply says, No one after lighting a lamp covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to the light. Take care then how you hear. For to the one who has will be given, and from the one who has not, even when he thinks that he has been I mean, he has, will be taken away. And so what I thought about when I heard, when I read the scripture is being that light. See, sometimes when you choose you and you begin to flourish, you'll become that light for others. And I realized that me choosing me, I have became a light for not only my sisters or my family, but I am allowing my light to shine even through this podcast right now that you maybe that you are listening to. So be that light. Choose you and let your light shine everywhere you go. I love you, sis. And like I always say, no matter if you're big, short, tall, curvy, or small, we all serve a plus size God. This is your girl, your bodacious Coach K. I love you all. Choose you. Let that be your affirmation for the week. I choose me. I choose me. And I choose me because I am worthy. I am worthy of everything. Everything I touch will turn gold. Everything I do will flourish. I am beautiful. I am more than this relationship. I am more than the labels people put me up under. I am worthy. I choose me. I love you all. Be blessed. Peace.